Hello and welcome to the Hodges Hall podcast, coming to you from the basement of Hodges Hall, the home of LSU Student Media. I'm a sick Zoyce Manneris. And I'm dead inside. <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this one before, Chris. This was going to be the year where LSU finally got the monkey off its back and beat Alabama, but Alabama came into Tiger Stadium and shellacked LSU, blanking them and extending the win streak to eight in the series. Yeah, maybe one day. I guess I guess my kids or grandkids will see LSU beat Alabama. We'll probably have to wait till then to see them. I'm not gonna lie, I did I did allow myself to enjoy the hype. It's and, been two thousand five hundred and sixty days since since the last LSU time. has beaten Alabama. Since that fateful November day. Yes. With Drew Alamans kicked through the upright in the first part of the game of the century. I mean just a real disappointing loss considering what was at stake here. Um, the hype going in. Like I said, like I said, I allowed myself to get hyped up, and I truly believed that LSU had a shot to win this you game. You said as did. much last week. I did. I I was also in the hype. I you know allowed myself to get excited, but I never once actually thought that LSU was going to beat Alabama. I didn't think Alabama was going to going to dominate. Well, it's, right. So it's one of those things. And honestly, it's like it's something where I'm like I should have known better. You know? Right. Well, so as soon as it happens. So look, out at at the game in the stadium. You know, this is near the fourth quarter. It all hope is pretty much gone. And I and I said to myself, you know, I'm not really mad because although I thought that there was a chance LSU could win this, and I, you know, I predicted that this might be the time the Tigers fully upset. I'm not really surprised. I mean, you're talking about. I mean, Alabama proved on the field last Saturday that they are the best team in college football. I don't think anyone's going to hold a candle to this team. No, I don't, I don't think I don't anyone think so can either. beat them. I think. I think. Dabo uh, on College Game Day, they kept talking about how Dabo Sweeney ex- like would describe the college football landscape as Alabama and the rest of y'all. I think there's a gulf in quality between in college football between the top two programs, Alabama and Clemson, and the rest of the country, which is maybe about you know one year, two years of of recruits, culture changes, you know, coaching philosophy changes. But that being said, I think the gulf of quality between Alabama and Clemson is even bigger than that. I, I think so, too. I think it's maybe two, two and a half, three years worth of, 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 of change and gradual you know, improvement. Well, you look at what's happened at Alabama, too. The gulf between Alabama and everybody is just so... I feel like we're just staring at a chasm right now. It's like Alabama, a couple pegs down Alabama without Tua... And then 50 pegs down, everybody Alabama, else. Alabama with Jalen Hurts. Clemson. Alabama B team. Yeah. <laughs> Alabama mean, under 23. I mean, realistically, uh, this national championship is over. I, I don't care who, what the playoff looks like. I mean, this, this game was played in the spring. It was called the Crimson and White game. That, that wow. was the national championship. You know, LSU drops to only number seven. There's some, you know, you're looking there at it now. Right. I mean, to, for us to lose to Alabama again. Right. Woo-hoo. No, absolutely. If if Georgia loses in the SEC championship game, LSU's win against Georgia by 20 points, absolute domination of Georgia, obviously means a lot to the committee. You're looking at Michigan, Notre Dame. If Notre Dame doesn't make the playoff, it's an all-time choke job. They don't have anybody on their schedule yet again, though. Week after week, they end up getting, you see the upset alert tweet on ESPN right. when Notre Dame is, is only beating... I thought Northwestern was going to do it. Baton last Rouge week. High School by seven points with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. What'd you say? I, th- I thought Northwestern was going to pull it off. Northwestern's last week. good. Northwestern's Six. first in their Big Ten division, and they have like four losses, and all four of them are out of conference. Syracuse could be that team that upsets Notre Dame. I'm on. I'm on five thirty-eight right now, which is. I this, do. Uh, I do love me some five thirty-eight for sports. It, and yeah, football. you know, it, it runs a, a system where it tells you the, they have the, the ELO the ratings. Chance, yeah, right. right. The chances of something happening. So right now I'm looking at this. LSU has a five percent chance to make the playoff. Let's not get too excited about making the playoff, but you look at this. 
You know, I get I give West Virginia a loss. It grows to six percent. Georgia's going to lose at some point. Now it's at seven percent. LSU. All of a sudden, Notre Dame loses. Do you think a committee? I mean, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves here. I want to say this before we start talking about how LSU still makes it in the top four just to lose in the first round. This this season is important. LSU fans are going to be very demoralized with the loss, and players will be as well. But LSU at seven in the ranking, they need to win out. Yes. Make it ten and two get to a New Year's Six Bowl, it would still be a success. Keep in mind, this team was supposed to finish last in the SEC West. If LSU does not win out and make it to a New Year's Six Bowl at this point, it's a failure. I 100% agree. So the only way this season is a success for LSU is if they win out and make it to that New Year's Six Bowl. 100% Because agree. we've seen under Les Miles, you know, when LSU came in at number two in the, in, the, uh, in the playoff and then Alabama was four, they got destroyed and then lost the next two weeks, you know, yes. let their guard down against Arkansas and Ole Miss. It was ultimately his undoing, too. Right, Miles exactly. If Coach O can get this team fired up for the next game, a tough game in Fayetteville, it's, and I say it's tough because... It's a quick turnaround. It's from, quick from turnaround. It's going to be cold, and that's exactly how LSU has lost this, this fixture in the past, you know, away at Arkansas against, a, against a, a much worse Arkansas team, and this Arkansas team is bad, right? Let's not, Historically let's not, bad. Let's not mince words here. A loss here, LSU cannot afford to lose this game or the game against Rice or the game against Texas A&M. Winning those three games salvages the year for LSU. I, Anything other than that is, is bad. I couldn't have said better myself. I mean, you're, you're right. This was an LSU team not expected to be good at all. I mean, we're, we're, LSU was supposed to have five losses. You know, we, shouldn't be, we ultimately should not be disappointed that LSU lost to That's Alabama. That's what I'm saying. That's like, it's so funny to me because all, it's, I, I feel like all the fans who were saying LSU is going to have five losses are, are the same fans who yeah, are, are so right upset now? that we yeah. lost to Alabama. It's like, well, well, buddy, you can't have it both ways, you know? You can't say LSU is going to have five losses and all of a sudden this team starts proving you wrong and then they lose to an Alabama team right. that, guess what, no one is going to beat. No one. And now all of a sudden you're upset, you're mad. Look, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that LSU did, couldn't score a point at home. I'm really disappointed. I'm disappointed Cole Tracy missed the field goal. I'm it's disappointed that. Yeah. I'm disappointed that as a senior, I will never see this team beat Alabama at my time here. That's, Listen, that's I'm extremely a junior, I'm a junior, and I might go to law school here, and I'm still not going to see it happen. Right. That's an extra four years I have on you. That's, that's an extremely disappointing thought. But at the end of the day, we can't be overly upset about it because Alabama is just different. They are... And the, the circumstances make the loss hurt for LSU fans, mm-hmm. but ultimately, the the fact of Alabama beating LSU this year should not be a surprise. Exactly. I guess that's. Am I am I no explaining what yes, you're thinking? Yes. No. Absolutely. And like you said, a New Year's Six Bowl would be huge, a, a huge momentum boost. When's the last time LSU was in was in a Sugar Bowl or a, a you know a New Year's Six Bowl, a Peach Bowl? It would have it would have had to be a 2012 BCS championship game. I think yeah. was the last last one of that right. magnitude. Like I mean, this is this is a big step for for Ozone in this program. And we were talking about this as a building year for next year, and we're putting you know and you know if you say you know we're just using this year to build for next year, you're putting all the a lot of pressure on next year's team. A Sugar Bowl this year or Peach Bowl or whatever, I, I don't know how they will end up awarding it, assuming LSU wins out, and I know I just jinxed it out by saying that, or Fiesta, right? That's a success in and of itself because we need to understand that this Alabama team is historically good. There's a dynasty of unbelievable proportions that only Alabama fans seem to know. You know, you're talking about uh, Bear Bryant in the past, Nick Saban now. You have to come to terms with the fact that you're not going to be winning the SEC West 
and a Sugar Bowl or whatever it is, a New Year's Six Bowl is legitimately a success for LSU, a team that was supposed to be four and five right now. Especially when the expectations were so low. Absolutely. Especially. Absolutely. So, I mean... You, I mean, you're dead on. It stings, but for win the three next games, yeah, and, and people are still disappointed. But ten and two at the end of this year, if it happens with this schedule, I mean, this everything. This was supposed to be a bad LSU team, a bad for a bad year for LSU. Ogeron was supposed to be on the hot seat or fired at this point in the year. If he if he doesn't win out the next three games, you know, questions need to be be asked. I, I know Coach O isn't on. The, I know we haven't really talked about the, the chair. The, well, no, the game as a whole, stats-wise and stuff, yeah, and how right. one-sided it was. But I want to say this. You talk about Coach O being on the hot seat. I want to turn your attention to something interesting, an interesting stat I found. So, you know he's good friends with Steve Ensminger, and he really wanted him to be uh, offensive coordinator. Steve Ensminger, as offensive coordinator, has faced a Saban-led Alabama team three times in his career. In those three games, his offenses have scored a combined zero points. 2018, full-time OC at LSU, 29-0, Alabama wins. 2016, as interim offensive coordinator, Bama 10, LSU 0. In 2008, as interim offensive coordinator at Auburn, his Auburn team lost 36-0 to Alabama. So if, you're, if Alabama is the final hurdle, if, if Alabama is the be-all, end-all for LSU fans, does Coach O have to look at, uh, at his, his good buddy who's running the offense? I mean, even Matt Canada, who Tiger fans love to hate, and I know you hated him all last year, he put well, up 17 on the road. It's, it's funny that you say I hated him because I, I actually believe that Matt Canada's offense is the most suited to beat Alabama. The way he, like, the, yeah, I his remember direction. I, I think the fly sweeps get old and, and they frustrate me. But working, I do they're think working I in Maryland do, right they, now. they seemed to work in, in his one you know, time against Alabama. Um, to your point about Steve Ensminger, I think it's going to be a thing where he steps down at the end of the year. Um, Who do you go after, though? I don't know. That's, how much that's money do you thing. throw at Lane Kiffin? Wow. How, how do you prime away from Boca Raton? I mean, Boca Raton or Baton Rouge, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a very simple... Uh, it's a very simple... The BR thing to is, BR. The thing is, I think Lane Kiffin... I mean, I think I he'd be think. up for it. I, I don't well, know. I, I think know he'd be good, up for I know it. they're good buddies. I think but he'd be I mean, up for it. I don't think it's going to happen. Lane I think Kiffin has like a lifetime contract at FAU to stay there. I don't think it happens. So I really don't know who you would go after. In this It'd be nice to scenario. get him. I know, like I know, Coach O would love to have. Him. I don't. I don't know. I, I just know that right now, what I'm hearing from from the Ensminger camp is that, you know, this was never a job he really wanted, um, which is interesting because had LSU beaten Alabama, I think it would have been a different story. I think you would have heard, oh, this is the dream job, and right, you know, maybe, happy to maybe be so. Here. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Something I guess this is, would be a good segue into the actual stats of the game because the right. offensive line was the Achilles heel for this LSU team. So Joe Burrow puts up 184 yards, a late pick, offensively rushing the ball, 12 yards. Obviously, you let's, let's you know the sacks obviously take away rushing yards. So if you uh, if you give LSU the the seven yards they lost on sacks, it goes up to a whopping 19 yards. That's horrible. I mean, you're not going to win games like that. It's 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 funny, not funny. It's ironic that LSU was once a one-dimensional team in the other way. So it was, you know, well, all, you a saw, lot of rushing yards right. and not a lot of passing yards. You and saw, you saw, you reversed. know, a Heisman winning Leonard Fournette. I'm using air quotes when I say that. You know, September Heisman winner Leonard Fournette. He had to have his his yards per carry averaged in the feet against Alabama. He only put up 36 yards after averaging like 200 a game. And in this game, I mean. Total yards, 576 for Alabama, 196 for LSU. It couldn't have been more, more one-decided. One and LSU was not a Devin White first half away from competing in this game. Right, yeah, no, absolutely. Let's not be fooled. I thought the defense did well, though. You know, 
giving up that many yards. I mean, Allen was coming in averaging 54. Right. They gave him 29. Listen, when you're on the field for 35 you're minutes as a defense, I mean, what can you do? You can right. only do so much. No, I mean. Against so, a historically good juggernaut offense. Heading into halftime, 16 yeah. nothing. I think that's not the worst thing in the world. No, it wasn't. That's a two-possession game. They gave a late touchdown, 9 nothing. obviously would have been a little bit better right. and made you feel yeah. good inside. Um, but, I mean, I think the de- I think this defense played well enough for LSU to be in position to win the game, and I just think you just didn't see anything. I know you didn't see anything, anything from it's, the offense. Oh, yeah, it's fully right. on the offense for the loss. I mean, the offensive line, they had Alabama players getting in the backfield untouched. And I know, I know that a lot of fans are upset with Ogeron's comments after the game where it, he said, you know, essentially LSU needs to recruit. You know, LSU needs to out-recruit Alabama in order to win this game. They just don't have it right now. A lot of people took that as him throwing players under the bus. I, I can see why they would think mm-hmm. that. I think it, Ogeron's comments were more directed to recruits saying, hey, we come need here yeah. and we can beat this team. I don't think he was and necessarily you can play throwing players under the bus. Play. I think he didn't word it great. And he's not a communications professional. No, I, I, obviously. But uh, I don't think Ogeron was intending to throw anybody under the bus. But, I mean, he, even, even with that, he's right. He's right. LSU was just overmatched on the offensive line. Like this, this series has been won and lost in the trenches. Alabama has been better than LSU in the trenches for the past few meetings, and and this is why you've seen such a, the past a three, disparity. Really. Yeah, past three. Because before that, there were a lot of games where LSU oh, yeah. could have come away with the win. Absolutely. Like 2012, 2014, both of those. Yeah. Were years where um, LSU probably should have won. But now, recently, you're seeing you know this this growing gap like we talked about earlier, and it's because. The trenches are – LSU's just so overmatched in the trenches. You can't run an offense when your offensive line – they don't allow space for the run. We have no time for the pass. Like, what, what is LSU supposed to do? What is LSU – I just don't know. Uh, you know That's why I said well, winning the field position battle is the only way LSU can compete with Alabama, and it just didn't happen. Special, it had to be a special team. You know, the special teams had to be the great – I'm air quote equalizer because, you know, even in games that LSU's beaten Alabama in the past, 2011, looking at that game, Alabama was the better team. You know, yeah. more offense. LSU had, you know, explosive defensive plays, a couple picks, you know, and uh, huge punts from Brad Wing and good kicking. You know, that was the difference. Tonight that didn't uh, – you had one missed extra point for Alabama, but other than that it was, it was smooth sailing. And, you know, a lot, I know a lot of fans are, have come after Joe Burrow. Stats aren't great. 18 for 35, 184 yards. Also, through the season, they're kind of mediocre. Yeah, they've been mediocre. Something that's interesting, though, is uh, with, you know, four games left on the, on the schedule for LSU, because you have the three games and LSU's already qualified for a bowl game with uh, six wins, uh, Miles Brennan can play in all four games and still have his red shirt, so he will come back next year as a sophomore, giving him, you know, if, if Burrow starts again as a senior and uh, Brennan's a sophomore, he will at least have two years where... There's no more Burrow. It's in theory just Brennan time. Assu- who knows what we could see a lot of Brennan this what weekend. recruits come in. But exactly, yeah. Or against Rice, just yeah. playing the whole game. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, a lot a lot of fans are are you know down on Joe Burrow. It's hard to play in this game when you're on the ground all the time. You know, I mean, every time he steps back, he, he's getting I mean, he rushed. Had to, he hurried, had to be sacked. Archie. Had to be Archie Manning to yeah. to do anything with that bad of an offense. I mean, look. Play. In that, in I, I put Drew Brees in that situation, and I, I don't know if the if if the result is any different. He injured his shoulder. You know? I mean, come on. I, look, I don't think we've seen enough from Joe Burrow to to say he is or isn't the guy for that for that particular situation. I just don't think you saw anything. I mean, o- Ogeron 
is talking about the scheme, you know, how, how the scheme was good. I don't know how he can even say that. that we, we didn't see a scheme. There was no scheme. We, we, LSU couldn't do anything. There was no, LSU legitimately could not do anything. There was no scheme. There was no time, no rushing, no passing. The offense could have just not, not shown up because essentially this game one was— would, One would argue they didn't. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they didn't score any points. I don't know. It's a frustrating game. LSU's got to, got to improve the trenches if they want to if they want to be competitive with Alabama, and I don't think I don't think LSU is going to be competitive in this series for the next few years. So they head LSU heads to Arkansas to face Arkansas, a two and seven Arkansas team, zero and five in conference, a really bad Arkansas team. They have losses to Colorado State, North Texas. Take your pick of SC opponent. Arkansas has lost to them by by a convincing margin. LSU obviously coming in at number seven. This is a game where LSU could trip up and it would be an embarrassing loss it could happen yeah i don't think it's going to i don't th- i don't think it's going to either but i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised to see a sluggish lsu start that being said lsu's you know a 13 and a half point favorite it seems like it would make sense for them to, to cover there but i'm not really sure i do think lsu wins this game yeah i think i think this is going to be something like a a 27 14 game i think oh so they don't cover well you're, ta- you're taking arkansas on that well line. yeah Simply because That'd Arkansas, be a fine result for Arkansas Get out of there always plays this game like the Super Bowl. Right. Like this is this is Arkansas Super Bowl. But yeah, I mean, I think Arkansas is going to play this tough. I know four, fourteen is a lot to give an Arkansas team that's really bad, especially against this LSU defense. But like you said, I think I think LSU is going to have a slow start to this game. I don't think I don't, yeah, I don't predict LSU to light up the scoreboard in the first half. I think they they get gather themselves, you know, in the second half and really put this thing away. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised for Arkansas to show a lot of fight because they always do every year. I've got this one as uh, 31-17 LSU. I think you're going to see, and that's the scoreline I think I had for Alabama last week, 31-17 LSU, or not necessarily that scoreline, but the idea that LSU gets off to a, a good start and then we've seen the sandwich performance from LSU. It starts well, a super big lull where they let the other team get back into it and then pulls away late. So we saw that against Auburn, saw that against Louisiana Tech even. I think LSU gets off to maybe a 14-0 start, then you know Arkansas maybe pulls it back to 17-10, and then ultimately LSU gets it under control 31-17 when yeah. uh, it's all said and done. Yeah, no, I can see that. Like Arkansas, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a quick turnaround for Arkansas. It's going like, to be a weird game? You've said that no, about no, every I game No, no, I think it's going to be a weird okay. game. I don't okay. think this one's going to be weird. You know, if it's cold, it could be a factor. This, I think this will be textbook LSU-Arkansas, which in and of itself could be what does that mean? weird. What does that mean, yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to say this is going to be a weird game because I say that every week. It's time to, We're tired of hearing yeah, it. We're tired, tired of, it. of hearing it. Something I wanted to bring up, okay, interesting up? thing to talk about, Les Miles is being I was going to bring him up, too. Job. I think it'd be awesome to have him back. The, would he make Kansas good? Like, Kansas is inherently bad. Kansas... Like, like, it, with less miles, if could be good if in three joins, years. It's five years away from being a ten-win team. Wow, seriously? Yeah, if less miles joins the program, I think. I, I mean, he brings I, some I serious clout. This. He brings no, some no, serious I wanna, clout. I, I really want to see. The thing about Kansas is, and it is, I know this isn't related, but I think it's indirectly related. They have the basketball component. You know, they have a fan base like that, that's a rowdy fan base. That, it's like it's like when you describe like it's like L, LSU basketball is kind of a sleeping giant in that there is support there because LSU fans, no no offense to Louisiana fans, but where I come from, ain't nobody going to gymnastics. Yeah. 
Here, they'll pack the house for a good team. Yes. And so if the basketball team's good, they're going to show out. And that it's the be, same thing. Think, yeah, it could Kansas. happen. It could happen if Kansas so football is there. good. I mean, it's there. It's going to take a while. Les Miles could turn it around. I think it's there, and it's, it's going to take some time. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he became the coach of Kansas. I'd love to see it for, you know, a few years of like, not make, like I'm talking five wins, like bad years. Okay, but I think it, give him five years. I think I think that Kansas team is going to be fun to watch. I think they will be relevant. At the very least, toss dives are back, people. <laughs> They're back. Des Bryant signs this sign for the Saints. Saints yeah. beat the Rams. Quick shout out. Uh, There's your wide there. receiver three. That we're, <laughs> wide receiver three. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also, we're talking about college basketball a little bit. I think Zion Williamson. Oh my goodness! He looks amazing. I think he is the he is the the poster child of why the one and done rule is kind of stupid. Yeah. Because he's like LeBron in high school. Like this guy is ready for the next level now. Duke is going to run over teams. They beat, they crushed Kentucky last night. Crushed them. Kentucky was, what were they, two? Maybe Kentucky so, was yeah. the number and two Duke team in the four. country. Crushed them. They're going to be good. LSU, off to a great start last night. I mean, South Carolina, Southeastern. Southeastern. Yeah, I think, I think this team is going to be fun to watch. I think you got the potential for a Sweet 16 team right here. Well, I will hold you to that when it ultimately comes back Bring to it. Bring it on. Uh, trivia time. You got some. I like my question, so you want to go first? Yeah, I, I got a, a kind of a weak question. It's kind That's of fair. Cool. Mine was weak last week. Okay. Um, so, week, week. the University of Arkansas was not always the Razorbacks. In fact, the student body voted to change the name of the school mascot in 1910. What were they before that? Something red. The colors were the same. It's red. Oh, it's, a, it's a red. It's a red thing. It's a red. I'm just saying that it makes sense that they were still red back then, and the name of those mascot was associated with the color red. Is it the red something? I know Arkansas State is the Red Wolves. Uh, I don't know if that's like a, a derivation of this former mascot. Maybe like the Red Warriors or something. I really have no clue, man. Can you give me any sort of hint? I, I'm giving up. You know, classic give up. What's well, a bird? Oh, is it like a cardinal or something? Yeah, the cardinals. Okay, I on so, it, it crossed my mind, but I was like, "That's stupid." No, yeah. The reason I asked this question was because they were originally the cardinals, but the student body voted to change the name after a hard-fought battle with LSU, in which they were said to play like a wild band of Razorback hogs. So the reason Arkansas has this mascot name is because they play LSU so tough. That was in 1910, folks. LSU and Arkansas play each other tough since the dawn of time. Well, I'm, my question goes back to the dawn of time as well. So, LSU will travel to face Arkansas this week, and the Razorbacks, formerly known as the Cardinals, split time between two stadiums in Arkansas, their home stadium, Razorback Stadium, where they and they usually play one game in War Memorial Stadium each season, and that contract has recently been extended to about 2024. So my question to you, Chris, is in how many different locations have LSU and Arkansas faced off, going back to when LSU joined the Southern Conference, SOCON, back in 1922? So how many locations? I just gave you two. I just gave you the two in Arkansas, or did I? No, yeah, no, you're not playing anywhere else in Arkansas. Sorry, there's nothing. There's, Arkansas does not have venues in which to play football, so or anything. So that's two in Arkansas. Baton Rouge is one. So Cotton Bowl is another one. That's four. Um, I'm trying to think if LSU and Arkansas have ever played in New Orleans. Probably not. I will say four. The answer is five or six. So how can it be that? So you had Tiger Stadium. They've played in Tiger Stadium from 1993 to present every other year. Uh, Razorback Stadium in 92, 2012 to present day. 
Uh, War Memorial Stadium, the other stadium in Arkansas, 1953 to 57, and from 1994 to 2010 uh, in offsetting years. The Cotton Bowl in Dallas, January 1st of 1947 and 1966. From 1926 to 1936, every year, and from every year from 1954 to 1956, they played in State Fair Stadium in Shreveport, Louisiana, wow. now known as Independence Stadium. And from 1922 to 1925, they played in Shreveport on fairgrounds. I don't even think it was a stadium. Wow. So I, I given you five if you would have said five. Because I'm not what sure is fairgrounds that? is nothing more than just a Street? patch of grass. Wow, that the incentive to play there. I think it may be splitting the difference between Baton Rouge. Yeah, and, and I mean, I guess I could see it. It's just Fayetteville slash Little Rock slash. That's your traditional. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Spot. Yeah. Well, fairgrounds. Yeah. It's like a team's playing like on neutral ground. I now. really on, honestly think they were playing on a patch of grass, just like a random open space. Granted, you know, I was pretty young in 1922, so I don't really remember. Back in the day when football was a man's sport. Yeah, no helmets back then. <laughs> uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. You can follow me on Twitter, at Zoyce Manaris. And myself, at Twitter, at Calderero. And Panathinaikos plays Olympiacos this weekend. A huge rivalry in Greek soccer. The biggest rivalry. Huge deal, Chris. You're you going to watch? Worst. You are going to watch? Worst. No, I'm All not right. going to wake up at 5 a.m. to watch that game. I think, you know, I don't think Greek time is as bad as you think it is. The difference. Anytime that's not central is a terrible Okay, problem. fair enough. Anyway, that's it from us. We'll be back next week.